Experience the beauty and emotion of Lent and Easter with Christianity Today's newest devotional, Easter, in the everyday. Thoughtful readings from a variety of pastors, theologians, and writers invite you into the emotional stages of Christ's journey, from humility to hope to love. Beginning on Ash Wednesday and ending at Pentecost, this digital devotional is perfect for individual or group study. Get it today at orderct.com slash easter24. For anyone who's happily married, there's nothing worse than seeing your your spouse suffer. For me, I mean, she was in hospital for nearly two weeks with the operation. I slept on a, two chairs by her bed for 11 nights. Um, wow. And um, I, I slept one night at home, and then I decided I'd much rather be uncomfortable with her than comfortable without her. But it, it's really hard seeing someone that you love suffering. Welcome to the Transforming Discipleship Podcast, brought to you by smallgroups.com, a podcast designed for church leaders desiring to make disciples for Jesus Christ in the world. I am your host, Oliver Hersey, and today I get the privilege of being joined by my co-host, Kelsey Bowes. How are you doing, my friend? Oh, doing really well. Thanks, Oliver. Yeah, I've got my uh, lavender latte, my alpha book in front of me. Oh, I'm really you're gonna excited need, here. You're going to need the Alpha yeah. book because we have a treat today. We have the privilege of getting to talk with Nikki Gumble, uh, the developer of the Alpha course and author of many books. I wonder if you have, is it what book do you have? Is it The Questions of Life in front of you? So it says, uh, Why Am I Here on oh, the okay. cover? And I believe it's the 2016 version, but I, I took Alpha in 2018. Okay, okay. Well, Nikki, we are so glad to have you from across the pond. We welcome you to the Transforming Discipleship Podcast. Thank you for joining us. How are you doing? I'm very well. All the better for seeing you two. Oh, <laughs> You're kind, you're kind. Uh, <laughs> too kind. Too kind. Yeah. So so as some of you know, obviously, if you've been familiar with the Alpha Chorus, it is a transformative experience that is uh, worldwide. It's been translated in numerous contexts, and it, it is a wonderful, wonderful uh, curriculum that really equips small groups to really engage deeply in big questions. And Nikki's written a tremendous amount of books. He is a vicar at Holy Trinity Brompton in London, England, and perhaps most importantly, he is married to Pippa Gumble, who is his yeah. uh, partner in ministry. How, and Pippa is a little under the weather, but she's, she, you said she's kind of bouncing back? She's, she's getting better. She's just not quite, she would be coughing a lot if she was on <laughs> um, but um, she's definitely getting better. Okay, well, we uh, we're praying for her, and we uh, we hope that she recovers well and that you stay healthy. Thank we uh, nice. we we want to talk to you today about marriage, and uh, Kelsey and I are both married, not not to each other, but she's <laughs> recently married. Kelsey, you've been married about a year now, or just about half a year. But I think we're at uh, eight months now. Eight months, but who's counting? Who's counting? You are. And uh, and Justin and, and you are, are doing well in Michigan and creating, you know, your space together. I've been married for 15 years. And, wow. and so so marriage is you important. You very, very young, didn't you? Uh, I'm sorry? You, you don't look old enough to be married. 
Yeah. Well, I, I've a, I've aged well, Nikki. I've aged well. How old were you when you got married? I was twenty-two. I was yeah, twenty-two. I was twenty-two when I got married. Good age to get married. Yeah, it's a good age. <laughs> hey, I hope I hope that yeah, it is a good age. So, uh, and we're doing well. We have we have two kids and. How old are they? How old are you? Okay, so our oldest is, is Henry. He's six, and our oh, youngest. Oh, Henry's first one. Yeah, our oldest is Henry. We went with Penelope. Uh, Penelope okay. is our three-year-old uh, spicy little girl. She's a wonderful treat to, to have in the house. But you have recently, with the crew at Alpha, a marriage version of Alpha. Is that correct? Well, the marriage course actually has been running for a long time as well. So, I mean, the history. Alpha is is a course that, as you know, is designed for people outside of the church. Yeah, it's, it's an opportunity to explore the meaning of life for those who wouldn't call themselves Christians who don't go to church, and that's been running for a long time uh, in the church. And it's actually, its history was it started way back in 1977, as mm-hmm. it was initially a kind of um, for new Christians, and then the Lee Nikki and Silla Lee, who now run the marriage course, ran it for five years before I took it on. Um, I see. In 1990, I've been, I've been involved. So this, I'm not now currently on my 91st alpha small group in a row. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Wow. You're almost a centennial alpha leader. Yeah, 91, so 30 years, three times a year we've been doing it. So, but Nikki and Silla Lee then, well, after they handed it over to us, so 30 years ago, started developing the marriage course. And they have run the marriage course for the last 30 years. Most recently, they have published an updated videos, mm. uh, which are absolutely fantastic. In fact, in our own church at, at HDB last term, we had 20,000 people doing the marriage course. Oh, my. Online. Online. That's amazing. <laughs> Typically, we get 100 people doing the marriage course. But That's <laughs> fantastic. We had 20,000 doing it. So is the marriage course, is it multiple weeks then? I mean, how? what does the marriage course look like compared Absolutely. to the standard Alpha course? Alpha is at 15 sessions. So it's 10 sessions plus a weekend. But it's designed for people outside of the church. So it's, you know, typically people who are would not call themselves Christians, people are exploring faith. That's why it's grown so rapidly around the world. And you know, over 20 million people have done it. And that mainly people, atheists, agnostics, uh, people who are searching. The marriage course, again, attracts a lot of people outside of the church. And in the way it fits with Alpha is a lot of people do the marriage course, and then maybe that's their first experience of anything Christian. At the end of the course, the leads recommend doing Alpha. And for us, if you have a married couple doing Alpha, Typically, our guests are aged between 18 and 35. Most of them are single. But if you had a married couple doing doing the course, they would often go on and do the marriage course. But the marriage course is for everyone. Your marriage doesn't have to be in trouble. In fact, Pippa and I did the marriage course during lockdown. So, oh, wow. uh, so we, we haven't been able to, to do it before in full because it's a Monday night and you go to a venue. But once it went online, we could do it. And they've just produced these brilliant new videos. And it's absolutely fantastic course. And it's a way for anybody, anybody would get something. And we've been married nearly 43 years, but we benefited from every session. I got to ask you a private question here. I mean, what can you give us something that enriched yours and Peppa's marriage? I mean, what, well, what I was... Think it's the conversations because every, every session, you know, you, it raises issues so that there's a session on communication. So you can, and then you, 
the, the exercise where you sort of you, you go and you have to talk about how you can improve communication. Um, <laughs> there are there's one on you know like in-laws and it just you have amazing conversations and it's just a wonderful evening to be able to sit down and watch Nikki and Scylla who are just absolutely brilliant presenters and then there are lots of couples talking about their marriages and it's funny it's really funny mm. it's got great humor to it uh, it's really interesting and it's really informative and there's no you know there's no marriage that can't be Improved. <laughs> Amen. Amen. That's the truth. <laughs> and actually, I was wondering, uh, my husband, Justin, and I, we got married during the pandemic. You know, that's what you do. You're just like, let's make this as intense as possible. We'll get married during that pandemic. I love it, Kelsey. That's awesome. <laughs> well, and it was actually hours before the, the Michigan shutdown. But I heard someone make this reflection, and I'm not sure if it was from a podcast or, or where it came from, but they said this pandemic is either going to be really great for marriages or it's going to be detrimental to them. And I was wondering, Nikki, what your thoughts are on that. I mean, I'm very blessed. I The best thing about lockdown for me is being locked down here with Pips. I mean, that was like like the best thing that could happen. I, I mean, I'm very blessed. I, I always say, I think anyone who married Pippa would have been happy. I mean, it's like, <laughs> it could have made any man on the planet happy. But there are very few people who could have made me happy. So uh, she, you know, she is absolutely unique and amazing. And it's just a huge privilege to be locked down here for the last nine months or whatever we've had together. Because she should, she had lung cancer last November. So oh, wow. she's got to be very, um, very, very careful. But we've just been together and... Uh, I just love that opportunity to have more time with her, which is so wonderful. I mean, I don't really have any tips on marriage because, except try to marry someone like Pippa. <laughs> <laughs> That's a beautiful perspective. And I, and I loved how in the Alpha course, you actually shared the story of how you both met. I, I always like hearing those stories. <laughs> we met before we were Christians and I was a member of a nightclub in the King's Road. So I was, I was 17. And not, neither of us were Christians. And I used to go to this nightclub every night. And we'd like, let, whatever you did, we'd go to like dinner parties and then you go to this nightclub. It's called Francoise on the King's Road. And um, she, was, she was with a friend, a Swedish friend, who wanted to come to this nightclub. So they said, does, does anyone know a member? And someone said, yeah, that Nicky Gumbel's a member of this nightclub. <laughs> he rang me and said um could i get her into the nightclub i said yeah absolutely come around i was having a dinner party so there were people around the house and she came around and um and that's how we met and we were actually friends no we had no romantic relationship at all we were just great friends i used to counsel her about her boyfriends um, <laughs> uh, and she was very sought after far more than me i uh, but anyway and then by amazing, I, I was I did a my law degree at Cambridge University, and they, they have a thing called a May Ball at the end. I go, well, you have what do you call them? You have something at the equivalent when you finish at university. It's finish at college. What do you call it? A graduation party. Yeah, it's, it's never it's there, you know, What is it called? Commencement ceremony. Ah, uh, uh, no. What is it called? It's like anyway. It's it's like a big sort of everyone's in in sort of like dinner jackets and well, no, actually white tie. But it's um, a reception. 
Anyway, I don't know uh, what the equivalent is. It'll but come it, to us. It'll come to us later today or tonight for you. I, I can't think of it. Anyway, and we ended up together. And yeah, that's when the romance started. And then I got married at the age of 22. And we've had, uh, it's been the most blissful 43 years. So we've, I'm so blessed. The most blessed man on the face of the earth. So Nikki, you you just shared with us a little bit that Pippa had this this real significant diagnosis last fall, uh, mm-hmm. just over just over a year ago, and you know that I mean that must that must just be so intense to experience that. And I'm wondering about you know those who are listening right now that have maybe gone through something intense in their own life, maybe maybe it's an illness or a diagnosis like that that you never want to get or hear. Um, or maybe it's even my marriage isn't working out right now. The pandemic has hit it hard and I'm going through a divorce. And I'm wondering what kind of things would you say to those people who are experiencing those struggles and those issues? What would you say to them to encourage them, to to empower them? You know, what, what do they need I, to hear? Well, I think for anyone who's happily married, there's nothing worse than seeing your spouse suffer. And for me... Uh, I mean, she was in hospital for nearly two weeks with the operation. And I slept on a, two chairs by her bed for 11 nights. I, I slept one night at home. And then I decided I'd much rather be uncomfortable with her than comfortable without her. But it, it's really hard um, seeing someone that you love suffering. And she was in a lot of pain on very heavy medication for three months. And yeah, it's just really hard seeing someone that you love suffer. I, I said to her, I said to her, cause uh, we had this little COVID scare. I said, please, please promise me that you won't die before me. And she, she said, well, I'll, I'll do my best. <laughs> yeah. so we told my, my son and daughter-in-law and they said, yes, mum, please, please don't die. <laughs> They couldn't cope with me without her. It, it's, uh, you know, in those moments of despair and difficulty and challenge, you really have to sit in it. And, uh, you know, you can't run from it, but you have to kind of do what you did, right? You sit in the hospital room for 11 nights and you have to be, you just have to be. And, and sometimes it's really hard for us as humans to do that because our instinct is sometimes to, to flee it to run from it and i think if you're taking notes right now as a listener i just think you got to take note of uh what nikki's doing there because i think it's so important that you uh you do exactly that you got to sit and be in it and it is hard as you just said multiple times it is so hard yeah well Hmm. one of the um, people on our team actually rob toll who's vp of ministry resources he we were talking about doing an episode on marriage and he said, you know, it would just, the episode would just be about marriage is about dying to yourself. And um, I've always heard that. And I always wanted to get married for a long time, but I didn't get married until I was 30. So I feel like from hearing that story, I, I still have a lot to learn, but that that's a beautiful picture of laying down your life for another person. I mean, I think what I, I remember the first year of my marriage just um, just realizing how unbelievably selfish I was. You know, I think it's kind of like, even at the age of 22, you've been li- living your life on your own. And suddenly when you have to think of somebody else uh, all the time, you just I just realized how extraordinarily 
selfish I was. And yeah, I, I don't think I do very much laying down my life. Phipps does a lot of laying down her life. <laughs> It's hard. You, you learn that. And maybe that's one of the beauties of marriage is that it teaches us how to do exactly that. So actually, marriage has this opportunity to help shape us as a Jesus follower in a remarkable way as Jesus talks about laying down the life. And I would say even having kids, it's like a whole nother round of learning that like, oh, like yeah. it used to revolve around me and my wife. And now, and now it's revolving around these little ones. And, and that can be a whole nother season of challenge yeah and, and intensity yeah. but i think you're right kelsey what a great point to draw out there it's really helpful well make the most of the season that you have your children with you oliver you know you you sort of feel like it's it's forever but it's mm. actually a really short period of your life that you have them. and make the most of every moment we're very blessed now because uh, as you heard our son and daughter-in-law come back to um to live with us during this time. And so we have our grandchildren with us. And that's that's a massive blessing. You, you sort of think that your children will always be there. And actually, of course, quite a short time. And you want to enjoy every moment. It's really helpful to hear you say that because, you know, there's those moments where you're just exasperated and you're about to lose your mind. And, <laughs> and, and to put things into perspective, I think that is really helpful. And to constantly keep that in our mind of like, this is a short season and uh, this is hard, but it's well worth it. And, and you need to find the beauty of it and, invest, wow. and, and, and grab it because it'll, make it'll, it'll, it's fleeting. Of, make the most of every day. This is such a privilege to have. To have your children there with you in the house. And yeah. you, at, right now at your stage, they have no choice. And <laughs> <laughs> you've got yeah. them all the time. Um, uh, very soon, they'll, they'll be able to choose whether they come on holiday with you or not. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And I want uh, them to. Uh, you want to you, you, make the most of the time when they have no choice. You know when you go on holiday, your children will be with you. So you, you and Pippa have worked together in Alpha, right? I mean, you guys have, you were just saying you've served 91 small groups, I think you said earlier, you and, and you and Pippa do those together. Yeah, we do it. We do it. We host, well, we, we help. I mean, you know, I used to do 15 talks. I used to do everything. Now yeah. all we do is help in a small group. Okay. Um, and, um, but I would not miss that for the world. That's the highlight of my week. Tomorrow night, we'll be mm. helping to host uh, a small group. And every Wednesday, pretty much for the last 30 years, we've done that. And I wouldn't miss Wednesday night or the Alpha weekends for anything else. Mm -hmm. It's always the highlight of the week. So my wife and I are about to, we're about to relocate our family to Jerusalem. And wow. we're going to be working together at a university in Jerusalem. Oh, and uh, it's, it's, it's really exciting, but I'm... I want to know what wisdom we can get from you and Pippa as you have learned to work together in a ministry and and to, to do something together because that's where my wife and I are, are heading. We're we're going to be doing something together. And you know, what would you say to us for our marriage as we move forward in this uh, very exciting adventure? But what would you tell us? And maybe other couples who are listening to this podcast that are in ministry together in certain contexts. What would you uh, what could you challenge us with and encourage us with? Everyone's different. And some couples like to operate totally separately. I, I, people who are pastors sometimes, I have a very, a very good friend who's a pastor. His wife's an architect. They have a fantastic marriage, but they have totally different jobs. 
Mm. For us, it's always been like a joint ministry and we've done it together. And I just love that. And I, I just can't imagine doing it without her. So I think it's a question of calling. And it, But if you are called to do it together, that's a huge privilege because it's such mm. fun to be able to do it together. And I would find it very difficult not to do it with her because you know I'm not very good if somebody says, so how was it? I, I sort of think, I don't know, I can't quite explain what it was like, but it's, <laughs> that, we're doing it, that we're doing it together. We experience things together. And that's a massive privilege. It's really helpful to hear you talk about the calling component. I think that's really, that's really significant. And so almost demarcating and understanding that sometimes our callings might be different and sometimes they might align and collide and, and there's beauty in that. But, but knowing that that is the case. Yeah. And we're very, we do everything. We do the Bible in one year together. You know, we do this. Um, we started with our congregation, taking them through the Bible in one yeah. year. I did see that on Amazon. <laughs> uh, okay. So it's, so it's, there's a little bit of the Psalms, the New Testament, the Old Testament. And I do this. It's quite long. I mean, it's 1500 words every day. And it's, there's an audio. It's like 25 minutes. Uh, oh, there's wow. a very famous British actor who does the readings. Um, um, and then we do this commentary. And at the end, there's Pippa ads, and she does something. And if I had a dollar for every person who says, I just skim through yours, and then I go straight to the Pippa ads, I would be a rich man. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is sort of really boring and sort of like exposition of Ezekiel. And then so you're she, saying <laughs> she's the star in a sense? <laughs> and she, just, she just says some really witty comment at the end, uh, very human, that makes everyone laugh. <laughs> but we do that you know that's first thing in the morning that's what we're so we're from the first thing in the morning till sort of last thing at night we're always doing we're always doing ministry together which is just a massive 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 privilege and if you can do it together and you and you know you both want to do the same thing it, it's such fun it's an amazing joy mm. to do it. Like, this episode of the Transforming Discipleship Podcast was brought to you by smallgroups.com, a ministry of Christianity today. We want to thank all the ministry leaders who are tuning into this episode. If you are finding this podcast generally helpful for your ministry, would you do three things for me? Would you, one, subscribe to our YouTube channel? There you can see clips, videos of our podcast recordings. Would you also give us a five-star rating on iTunes as we continue to seek to uh, to grow our podcast? And then finally, um, if you are finding this helpful, will you subscribe to smallgroups.com today. We have all kinds of plans that will meet your budget. And we want you to know that with this subscription, you're gonna have access to hundreds of Bible studies and various tools that will help you train your small group leaders and so much more. Until next time, my friends, God bless. God bless.